Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a special episode of Blah Blah Podcast. Now, I know you're probably wondering, wait a minute, there was the Oscar predictions episode in the beginning of the week, there was the regular episode yesterday, and now there's a special mini episode right now. What did I do to deserve this? Well, I'll tell you what you did to deserve this. Absolutely nothing. We're doing because you're a piece of shit. No, I'm kidding. I love oh, you. Jesus. <laughs> Man, now you're Everyone. really sounding like Fifty Shades Darker. Yeah. And we're doing this out of the goodness of our heart, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoy our free content because today we are talking about two movies that just came out. Fifty Shades Darker and A Cure for Wellness. So I'm telling you all right now, spoilers ahead. Massive spoilers warning, like when the Titanic was about to run into the iceberg. But imagine the iceberg says the word spoiler. So if no, you're that's what the guy off the side of the ship yelled. He goes, spoilers! And then they all died. <laughs> so if you're interested oh, in any of those movies, you. do not listen to this episode because we're going to be uh, deconstructing them. And Or if you've catch, seen these movies, then if you've uh, seen- yeah. Yeah, enjoy. Enjoy, definitely. If, I, if you've seen these movies, I'm really, really sorry you had to sit through Fifty Shades Dark. Yeah, and if you don't care, like me, uh, just listen anyway. Now, that's the catch. Sean and Evan, who have joined me today, have seen Fifty Shades Darker and Cure for Wellness, when Fifty Shades Darker will be the center point of this episode. I did not see that movie at all, nor do I care, but yeah. they're going to talk about the movie, and I'm going to try to guess what happened. So let's see how it goes, Me everybody. and Evan were so, the only two men who were man enough to go see Fifty Shades Darker. That's true. Everybody we saw Fifty Shades of Grey with chickened out. Every single one. Everyone. I mean, you guys didn't invite me to go. You just kind of went. Yeah, well, we didn't really, we, you know, well, we invited some other people and they all said no. Probably for good reason. Well, Evan did promise to Fifty Shades Darker them later on, so. Yeah, no offense, Evan, you were uh, like, you know, preaching to hell and high water how you didn't want to see this movie and then you saw it. What, what, what made you cave? Sean. Did he suck your dick? (laughs) No, I just, it just, it, it just seemed. No, Sean basically just, I said, hey, you want to see Curve for Wellness? And he's like, all right, we'll go see Fifty Shades Darker. And I'm like, okay. And, <laughs> so and we saw both. When you when you end up actually seeing all the DC movies you said you're never going to see, I'm not going to be surprised. Well, no. He, yeah, well, well, we'll, we'll say I wouldn't see Ghostbusters, but I'm not, I can't sit through another DC movie. I'll, I'll sit through Fifty Shades Darker once before sitting through the next couple of DC movies. Okay, well, uh, let's dive right into this, everybody. Now, uh, Sean, I guess you can begin. What happens in the beginning of Fifty Shades Darker? Oh, let's jog my memory here. Uh, in fact, you know what? I'm well, gonna... actually, let, let me try to let me try to guess. Okay. So, from what I remember from the first movie, it ends with their uh, Anastasia and Christian's relationship. Uh, it's on the rocks because I remember they, like, the elevator doors close on each other. Mm-hmm. I don't quite remember why they were. Arguing, oh, it's because but... it's because she wanted him to uh, to whip her. Uh, because that's what he wanted, and he wanted her, him to, someone to what? prove that that that's what they wanted. So okay, yeah, but all of that is just kind of resolved in the first ten minutes. It's like, oh, yeah. we're sad that we're apart. We're together. We fuck. Great. So yeah, that's, like, what I was that's, ask. that's the first. Oh, 10 minutes. Uh, Evan, don't don't forget the the actual first thing that we see is a, a, a flashback <laughs> to, to when uh, uh, Christian is being abused as a child. Yeah, we what? think, but whatever. Who cares? Literally I mean, before like, the, the credits. The first thing we see is like, is like Christian Grey and Betty's like, no, no. And then there's like some guys like, come here, boy. I'm going <laughs> to get you. Don't hide under the table. 
And then and then he wakes up and then it's like 50 shades darker. Then Anastasia is like, I'm sad. I don't have Christian. And then there is an exhibit where that guy, Jose, who's like really nice, takes a bunch of pictures of her, puts them on display. And then Christian Gray buys all of them because he's like, I don't like other people looking at you. And then she's like, if we're going to get back together, you can't do that. And he's like, OK. And then they have sex and it's great. It's fine. <laughs> like that's that that's the resolve from from the first movie. Like when it was all like serious and shit, that's just over by him being creepy and her saying, you got to stop being creepy. And he's like, anything to have you. Yeah, so, literally. Uh, yeah. Well, what's funny is that he he says that we don't you know, no rules. Uh, you know, you don't have to follow a contract or anything. And then, like, as the movie goes on, he starts referencing things in the contract. I'm like, you said no rules. You said no contract. Why, why are we referencing? Says he was abused so, as a child, Sean. Well, no, it actually comes out. I mean, spoilers. Who, who cares? It turns out that he admits that he's not really uh, dominant. He's actually a, a sadist who likes who like who gets pleasure from beating women that look like his dead crackhead birth mother. Yes, what? which what? is which is basically <laughs> what. <laughs> Which is basically oh what we okay, had so, speculated. Um, yeah. I yeah. I would have never guessed that in a million years. I lose this game. I mean, that I, just actually, comes, I, I actually I actually applaud. It just comes out of nowhere. But I mean, that's like later in the movie. I mean, the best way I can describe this movie is just a series of gratuitous sex scenes that are boring as shit. For no reason. It's like I get it. Uh, followed by like an argument that they clear up. Followed by a scene of a stalker, which is, and also then, gets cleared up. <laughs> Out of nowhere. So, yeah, which I, is feel like, I feel like they, they, they have to introduce plot for the sake of introducing plot, but they rush it aside as fast as they can just to oh, get yeah. to the like a, like a plot will, all right, So what I, I really can't describe this movie because it's really just a series of scenes, <laughs> but like there's this subplot about this stalker that's that's stalking him. Oh, she, and, I saw her in the commercial, what happened, tiny girl. Like, yeah, well, she's like, that's like one of his other submissives. And then like, you know, she shows up every now and again, and oh, who's that? And then, like, all of a sudden, she she comes to Anastasia's work, points a gun at her, and then Christian comes in out of nowhere, and it's like, kneel before Zod. <laughs> and he, like, pets her, and she's like, yes, master. Then Anastasia's <laughs> like, I can't be that for you. So she walks in the rain to a sad song, and then comes back, and everything's fine. Like how, that's, how are they? It's, it's just it's wrapped crazy. up. It's crazy to me how they're trying to make people feel sorry for her. It's like, I'm so sad that she can't be his submissive. <laughs> cries into my popcorn. Well, the, the whole point yeah. of his character in the in this movie is he's trying not to be that kind of person. He's trying well, he to actually, he actually has an arc. The only thing that made sense about the movie is that he's transitioning from the creepy weirdo that's completely robotic and unrelatable from the first movie into actually a very likable guy. And and like I'll give credit where credit's due. His transition from a character perspective is fine. Everything else in the movie is a total disaster. Yeah, I, it, it's it's like oh, at the end they they get engaged and it's nice, but like, who cares at all? Uh, there's but literally Evan, just things that happen out of nowhere. Like the the the, the, the oh, fireworks, great. The, the funniest thing that happens in the movie is towards the end. Like the movie should have ended like ten times. Um, but <laughs> like Lord of the, the Rings movie. He, it's worse because towards the end of the movie, he's like, oh, because they're dating now. And you know what I mean? They're actually like a couple. And uh, and he goes, oh, I have to leave for Pittsburgh for not Pittsburgh. It was C- uh, yeah, he uh, went I to Portland, it right? Portland. It was Portland, Oregon. He's like, I got to go to Portland for a couple of days. And she's like, OK, bye. So then they're texting like, <laughs> I miss you. I miss you, too. 
And then and then all of a sudden, like he's riding in his helicopter. Out of back, nowhere. There's no setup at crashes. all. Yeah. There's no setup, like well, at well, all. Well, no, so no, 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 no. Goes it's down just, in, in a suicide squad. Well, no, no, no. The helicopter yes. doesn't actually. We don't see it crash. What we see is no. the, he's flying the helicopter. There's some sort of issue where, I don't know, maybe an it's engine mayday, died or mayday. something. Yeah, mayday, mayday. <laughs> and then it, it looks like they're going down. But we don't see what happens. And then the very next shot is Anastasia with the rest of his family watching the news coverage. Oh, yeah. Um, oh yeah, and they're all like, "Oh no, he, he! I hope he's alive." And she's like, "He like to his adoptive mother." She's like, "I really love him. He has to be okay." And then they're like, "We just got reports he's okay." And then he just walks in the <laughs> room. He's like, "Why is everyone here?" And yeah. then like it ends in five minutes. Like who cares? Like there's no point to any scene that happens in this movie from from a script writing perspective. I mean, just from the thirty thousand foot angle here. This has got to be the worst written film I've ever seen that has like a wide release. I, there's no comparison. It's, there's but no I have to, story. I have to ask you guys. It's I have so to... boring. <laughs> like, it's so boring. I have to ask you guys how are the sex scenes? That's really well, the only reason people are seeing this. Not, I mean, <sighs> boring. Most of them boring. are boring. Yeah. I mean, Evan, I know you were saying that, you know, her, 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 her boobies looked better in this one. Yeah, they did. Um, but. I I mean, there's just so many of them. There's there's like I'll say, I'll, twice so as many much. boobies. No, no. I'll <laughs> say this. I'll say this. The first scene, like when they're making dinner and then they go into the bedroom, like that was that was pretty hot. It was like whoa, <laughs> like oh hey, look at what's going on here. Like like there there was some pretty crazy good shit. Happening. Oh, you mean like but when like, he that's was all you need when he was because, cutting up the the pepper and then they started like making out with pepper juice all over themselves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like. But like after that, it's like the first one is like, "Ooh, that's hot to put in a movie." And then after that, it's like, "Okay, we get it." Like literally, there would be a scene where like they're out to dinner, and he's like, "Take your panties off," and then he would just like play with her in the elevator, and then they would have sex. Like who? Like it? It, it was so. We're like, like anytime that one of those scenes was ramping up again, we're like, "Oh, here Evan, that, we go that, again." That was the resolution to every scene. Is and they, they would argue, and then they just fix it by having sex. Yes, so that's it's a regular twenty-first century relationship. I mean, but but it's so boring. Like, so I, that's the biggest sin of the movie is it's boring. On a scale, uh, regarding the sex scenes, on a scale of chub to rock hard, where would you rate it? Below uh, chub. Below chub. I mean, I wouldn't go below. Was, I would I would say chub because I mean there was no real. I don't know. It wasn't that hot. See any thrusting? Any good yeah, thrusting? a little bit, a little bit. Yes. I, I, again, though, I, I said this when we reviewed the first one. If you're going to do this, really do it. Partner with Pornhub or something <laughs> and actually make a hardcore well, porn. Like, Evan. Hardcore porn. Like, that's edgy. That's different. This is just so – I hate to use the word <laughs> – it's also compared to the first one, which I'm not – look, I'm defending the first one all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, the, the first one at least was like – the sex scenes would get like crazy, you know what I mean? This one was just so boring. Evan, you're like, still when they have sex. Evan, you're the person who actually thinks that they had sex on screen. I don't know why you keep it thinking lo- oh, this. Oh, dude, it looks so real. What part well, maybe it was digitally imposed. No. It was digitally imposed torsos, like a nymphomaniac. No, that's no. They they didn't do that. It, it, it just well, looks like a normal okay, sex scene. When they when they fucked, the, 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 they make the slapping like the no. Usually it was just slow pop music over top of every time. But like it got it got to the point where it, it like I took out my phone at one point and started playing solitaire because I was started so watching actual porn. porn. <laughs> it might would have been better. 
I mean, there there's so many scenes in the movie that just happen and stop, yeah. and and it's, it's like, oh, I'm gonna put these metal balls. Oh, let's talk about that. You and let's talk about walk that. around, yeah. and then we have sex well, and it, it stops. Oh, like I don't want to talk about that. You can talk about that. Yeah. Well, we, we thought they, they were. Well, she thought they were anal beads. <laughs> She's like, are you gonna put those in my butt? <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, she uh, says butt. She goes, you're not gonna put those in my butt. And I'm like, oh, come on. Well, and when he ends up doing it, well, they're like they look like those um, those metal balls that like swing back and forth on on desks. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, they like the pendu- pendulums. Yeah, um, yeah, just like two of them. Though. Yeah, there's two of them. He he goes, we need to to get these uh, lubed up, so he puts them in her mouth and takes them out, and oh. then and he's like bend over. He's like, you're not going to put those in my butt. He's like, they don't go in your butt, <laughs> and then he just sticks them in. And the idea is. Uh, he, she, when she laughs, well, she well she laughs, and then well she, first she's like, "What do they do?" And then he makes a joke, and she laughs, and she goes, "Oh, that's what they do." Um, and they go to this um this ball charity charity auction at his house. Yeah, oh, wait, at, with them still in her. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole point. Is oh, that she, she's going through this entire uh this entire you know party thing with those in her, and then she eventually gets taken up to Christian's old childhood room. With, with the wrestling post, the UFC posters, with the UFC and the posters, Chronicles of Riddick, yeah, and the Post. Chronicles of Riddick poster. In case you didn't know, he's a real man. Um, he's a boy. This is his boyhood room. Yeah, and the Chronicles of Riddick. And he removes them, and then they have sex, uh, and that's pretty and it's much boring. it. Um, it's boring. No, I think. I think really the 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 one thing about the movie. I mean, everything. The, the biggest insult of the movie is it's boring. I mean, it, the the plot is boring. The story goes nowhere. It's just a series of scenes that happen and end. I, it's only two hours long, but it feels like four. The sex scenes suck. They're boring. Evan, the, the, Evan, we haven't the, talked about the, her her new job. I was gonna. That's where I was gonna go from here. The the only thing that was truly egregious in this movie, like the the one thing that was like so horrible and offensive. Was, and offense. I mean, I I actually was offended by this. Like, she she gets this job as is a publisher's assistant, right? And and like she's very adamant about like, I I don't want Christian's money. Like, I'm gonna make it on my own. Like, don't don't give me the gifts. Don't pay for my shit. Like, don't put money in my account. Like, she's very adamant about that. So there's there's better character development on her part. But but what happens is her boss is like really jealous of Christian. So one day after work, he tries to rape her. Like just that just comes out of nowhere. Like we don't um, coming. So so he tries to rape her. Then he, she tells Christian. Christian gets him fired, and then she gets her boss's job. <laughs> because that's how that so, works. <laughs> so she got so so her boss tried to rape her, and then she got his job. Yeah, that reminds me of The Office in like what season three or so when the temp Ryan becomes the CEO of the company. Yeah, it's like so fucking unrealistic. Yeah. Like, but, but it, it was literally just like, she's like, oh, I have to clean up all the papers because he got fired for trying to rape me. And it's like, oh, well, you want to sit in on the boardroom meeting? And then she has like <laughs> one idea. She's like, she's like, oh, well, why don't we try to market to this demographic? And everyone's like, great idea. You're a genius. You have the job. And then she's the publisher. And I'm like, Evan, are you, that is so insulting. Evan, in so so when, when, when her boss was seducing her, what was the line that he gave? I'm, you can say it. I don't remember it word for word. What was it? It was. I'm not going to say it, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, not going to say it. <laughs> Good, nice try, but I know what you're going to do with that sound. What bite. is it? I can't guess it. I, I have no idea. Why don't you paraphrase it, Evan? 
he's just like, I can do it better than he can. I can make you make you do something. Um, I can make you do something better than he can. And she's like, stop, get away from me. And then she runs out and Christian's like, what's the matter? Oh my goodness. Jack, Jack tried to well, rape he, well, me. Yeah, well, I mean, he's downstairs waiting for her and, and he's, he's going to go in there and kill him. <laughs> like that's what like, yeah, like, like, like you don't understand how like crazy he is at the beginning of the movie. Like anyone who looks at her, he's ready to kill. <laughs> like it's so like this happened. It, I, I don't know. The only thing I, I'm not going to say I liked about the movie because the movie was a piece of trash. But the only thing that I found that was interesting was his character development. I'm so glad he's no longer some creepy sex pervert that every girl supposed to be every girl's just a murderer. No, he turns into like a nice guy. But this is so much worse than the first one, because at least the first one held my attention and was is somewhat funny to watch you, it's not even you, it, i'm having trouble cracking jokes about it because even, even it though sucks. yeah even though the first one's bad at least you can follow it this one it's really hard to follow the story because there's just so much going on for no reason oh but, you know okay, but so, it, so like, it, it it told it told you guys a valuable life lesson that if you ever want to get promoted in your job just have your boss rape you exactly and that's <laughs> that's that's uh oh i know go ahead well, I was just gonna I was just gonna say that like I talked to somebody because I, I got you know after this movie I, I know like a shrink. No, yeah, I had to go to therapy. I talked to somebody who read the book and I said, You can't defend this. And she was like, Oh, well, what about the stalker? I'm like, what do you mean the, the two mentions <laughs> and the one scene? She's like, that's the main part of the book. <laughs> I'm like, Are you serious? She goes, The whole book is about that stalker. And really? the whole first hundred pages of the book is is Anastasia completely tormented because she's away from Christian. I'm like, wow, they solve that in ten minutes, and the stalker happens in like three scenes. So <laughs> they fucked up. Uh, yeah, they just wanted to do the sex scenes. It, that's all it is. It's it's literally just talking scene, sex scene, talking that's scene. That's weird sex because uh, with e- no plot. E.L. No James plot. had uh, more control over this one, and you'd think that it would be more accurate to the book. Oh, oh! You're telling me E.L. E. L. James is a hack, Sean? Oh, uh, I could have never I, guessed. I didn't say that. <laughs> um, one thing that we haven't talked about yet: uh, we finally met Mrs. Robinson. Oh, played by Kim Basinger, who I love, who was terrible in this movie. Yeah. I mean, terrible. And she kept approaching Anastasia and just being like, I know that you're the girlfriend, but he's never really going to love you because he needs to be a dominant. And she's like, you're wrong. Fuck you. And she's like, <laughs> like, like, like every now and again, she would just approach Anastasia and just be like, you're going to, you're not good for him. You need to leave. He needs to be a dominant. And she's like, no, go away. And then finally, like the mother finds out and she's like, get out of my house, Vicky Vale. And she's like, well, <laughs> I never. And then she storms out. Well, and first of all, fireworks. we don't, we don't know how the mom the mother found, found that out. out. There, there's no yeah. scene of her actually finding out about any of this. Uh, and you also forgot to mention that uh, Anastasia threw her her martini into <laughs> in, into Mrs. Robinson's face before this whole thing. Oh yeah, she's like, ah, get away from me! What what was the one scene where everybody in the entire movie theater laughed? There was one line I think it had to do with Mrs. Robinson where it was so ridiculous that everyone laughed because oh, me and Sean it? were laughing like bandits the entire movie. Like we saw this with a packed theater. And they were a very rowdy bunch. I mean, a lot of people were, were talking throughout the movie. But where we were situated in the theater, we were up in the top left. And there was a couple in front of us who was, like, trying to actually watch the movie. 
And we were just not giving it to them. We were just no. like, there's no way. I think they were getting we annoyed. Were, oh, really? You couldn't tell by the <laughs> dozens of times they turn around and gave us a dirty look. But we sat there and laughed and snickered and made jokes the entire movie. We need to do a commentary track on this movie. Oh, my God. So yeah. uh, at, at some point within the movie, uh, I guess this is after they settle the whole thing with the stalker, which happens like that. Um, like that, like, dude, it's it's literally like, it's like, oh my goodness, I see how you treated the stalker. It yeah. was so weird. Well, Sad in the rain. I'm sorry. Happy. <laughs> There's also a scene where they find out that Anastasia's car got vandalized and they never explain who it was. We just have it to, was the stalker. but it we was have the to stalker. assume who that it was her, the stalker. Um, oh yeah. He's like fucking Donald Trump in this movie, dude. He's got these bodyguards and all these like, like anywhere he travels, he's got like a motorcade with them. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. But um, so where was I going at with this? Uh, da, 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 da. The car vandalism. Car vandalism. Then... Uh, oh, so he's sleeping. Apparently we found out now when he sleeps, he has nightmares and he just starts talking to himself. Yeah. Um, like that was no, don't hit me, dad or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, at, at one point they're sleeping together um, and uh, he starts going into one of these fits and he wakes up and he goes, I want you to marry me. And she goes, oh, you know, go back to sleep. And then the next morning she thinks, oh, you know, he was just speaking while sleeping again. And then she's just like, you remember what you were talking about last night? He's like, yeah, I want you to marry me. So he's really persistent on this. And then the last half hour of the movie, you have the helicopter crash that we don't see. You <laughs> Mrs. Have, Robinson, the announcement of the engagement. Well, the, I think the rape happens in there, too, or the, the attempted rape. No, uh, I think that happens before. I can't remember any of the yeah. orders that these scenes go in. They're literally just vignettes. Just these little things that just happen. It's yeah. So, uh, so she's. I mean, she's doing well at her job now, and uh, she decides. You know, yeah, she's like the she's like the main publisher at this company now. Yeah. Uh, she's you know she's de- lucky. She decides that I'm because it's his birthday, and he didn't tell her that it's his birthday. Um, and they're planning a big party uh, at at the family house, um, and. She decides that yes, I I'm going to marry him, and I, she gives him this keychain, um, as as a, as a gift, and he he turns it over, and it says, what does it say? Like I'm yours or something? something no, it ridiculous. says yes. Or it says it yes. Says yes. Okay, and uh, so that's what he she gives her she gives to him on his birthday, and this happened. That scene happens right after he comes back from the helicopter. <laughs> it's it's literally like helicopter crash. Oh my god, I hope he's okay. Here I am, I'm fine. Oh, keychain. Yay, we're engaged. I was Sex. joking. It was like cuz she asked him, she goes, uh, you know, remember that that uh that gift that I gave you? And, and I was joking. He should have said, "Yeah, I left it on the helicopter." <laughs> yeah. Oh no, it's on the helicopter. Yeah. So, she says yes, blah blah blah. He says yes. Uh they're they're engaged. Um, he takes her back. The party. They go to the party. That's where Mrs. Robinson gets uh, told off. Um, and then they go into this aquarium looking greenhouse. Greenhouse. greenhouse thing. And he um, officially proposes with a ring with fireworks. And that's basically and everything. There's like a no, no, no. But you forgot about then the boss, the former boss oh. who tried to rape her <laughs> is like standing outside of the house, like with a scruffy beard. And he's got a picture of Christian's family and he burns Christian's face with a cigarette. <laughs> what? <laughs> the most stereotypical thing. It's, it's basically like, I'm gonna get you, Christian Grey. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be back. That girl's mine. I, I yeah, heard. Like, like, <laughs> go ahead. Nobody tries. No, I don't. 
nobody tries to get away from me when I try to rape them. I'm going to get you, Christian. Like, it, it was so, so bad. I, I heard somewhere that in the book, the helicopter crash is caused by the, the boss. Like, he sabotaged that is not, it. That is, that is not... If that happened, I, I that actually makes sense. But that is not explained. No, not at all. In any way. Um, I, I, I like just overall because it's just we pretty much explained everything that's ridiculous. O- overall, if, in terms of a mainstream big budget release, this is without hyperbole or anger or emotion behind it. This is the worst movie I've ever seen. It, it's it's again. So, it's worse than the first one. It, is it worse than hideous? That's not a mainstream no. release. That's oh, like okay. you know, like, like I'm not counting hideous or or uh, any of the other crap, uh, gooby or any of that shit. I, I I mean, like in terms of a mainstream big budget release, mm-hmm. this has to be the worst movie I've ever seen. And I don't mean that from an emotionally angry. I mean it completely analytically. It's just awful there's it's indefensible the only thing i like is that they expanded on his character but it's so laughably boringly bad everything about it is dry it's stupid it's the acting is bad this there's no story the sex scenes are so boring and it's it's just awful it was an awful it was two hours long and i couldn't stop checking my watch <laughs> and at one point i turned to sean I'm like we only have another 45 minutes and you're like oh my god another 45 minutes yeah because they had just wrapped up the thing with the stalker and i'm thinking okay we're wrapping up this movie like that's <laughs> like that's the end of the movie no then you have like all these shit where they're out to dinner and other things are happening then the engagement then the helicopter crash then mrs robinson the boss i'm like this is Ben fireworks. Yeah, you guys have lost me. I, I was gonna guess what happened, but like, I, I couldn't. Well, I to- I told. Yeah, I know nothing happened. I totally would have never guessed that this movie ends the exact same way as the Power Rangers movie. The exact <laughs> yeah, same way. That. So does someone get kneed in the balls in space and fly into an asteroid? <laughs> well, the boss yeah, the got boss. the boss got. Oh, actually, the balls. she doesn't even. She doesn't even the balls. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't even the balls. She breaks the, his the wrist boss? with a comical. Yeah, like while he's like has her up against the door, she like comically breaks his wrist with like a sound effect and kicks him in the balls and then runs downstairs. She's like, Christian, I didn't even grab my laptop or anything. He tried to touch me. And then he runs up. He's like, oh, not in my house. I don't know. It was a whole thing. So where do, uh, wait. So like I'm confused. How does this relate to the Power Rangers ending? Well, because do you remember the ending of the Power Rangers movie? Yeah, they're in space. They need Ivan using the balls oh, and he flies that. into an asteroid. After that. No, then I don't. They're all celebrating <laughs> outside, uh, you know, with a bunch of f- uh, friends and family. And then next thing you know, there's a big fireworks show. It's the same thing. Oh, yeah. And then you have uh, Van Halen playing. Yeah, same thing. Sean, you yeah, need to stop Van watching Halen. that movie every day. Don't tell me what to do. It's, it's, like, it's like Sean's morning cup of coffee. He just pops on the Power oh, Rangers. Power movie. Rangers movie. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Uh, quick, quick aside here, Sean. Did you see what I tagged you in the on Facebook regarding the new Power Rangers movie? No. Jason, uh, I hate to burst your bubble, but that movie is going to be awful. Garbage. Uh, says the people who watched Fifty Shades Two. I'm gonna watch this, and I'll probably get more enjoyment out of it. 
I doubt it. Jason. But, um, oh, oh, the, oh, the, I, I, I okay, will say yeah. this, Sean. I will say this. As terrible as the movie was, I actually, I'm not glad that I saw it, but I'm glad that me and Sean saw it because we did a mystery science theater thing yeah. with it. I almost wish really that the, just, the theater would have been less full because then we could have yeah. just been yelling at the, at the, at the screen. I, I, there were, it, it would have been even more enjoyable had we been the only ones like in there with like another couple like trying to make out like there was like a couple that sat next to us and i i was like you 10 were convinced bucks, <laughs> i was convinced that that girl was gonna try to suck that guy off <laughs> <laughs> because they tried I to like should have joined them no i mean we were we were in the corner you know because we we knew we were gonna talk yeah. the whole movie and we didn't want to like ruin the movie for everyone else but people sat in front of us they were like all right fuck it and, you're gonna have to listen to our commentary track and then as as we were leaving we the the, the theater staff they they were like so how was the movie <laughs> we were like it was awful <laughs> i don't think anybody in that movie theater enjoyed it though no, like dude, i people, really people don't like no one was it. going oh that was great people and people are stupid yeah yeah well but you know what the night was saved the night was saved because we went to a bar i got chicken fingers and a beer no and Evan, then we saw were chicken thumbs oh chicken thumbs sorry it was uno's uh <laughs> then we saw another movie this time with josh josh was originally going to accompany us to 50 shades darker but he, yeah, texted but he was smart me the, the morning of no he texted me the morning of and he goes listen I I want to hang out and I want to see a cure for wellness, but I do not want to see Fifty Shades Darker. <laughs> We're like, all right, bro, no problem. <laughs> We're like, yeah, whatever. Like, it's cool. That's fine. Yeah. Uh. So so we met up with Josh and then we saw a cure for wellness. Uh, Sean, you want to try to explain the premise of Cure now, for Wellness, Jason? I, I yeah, it seems like uh, Dean DeHaan is uh, his skin disease is from Amazing Spider-Man Two is cured. <laughs> he, he got he got he got the more the more blood that he needed. Well, he can't um, die more. He can, yeah. Well, now he's now he's trying to die more because it looks like this mental institution that he's in is trying to kill him. Uh, so is it like? They're in an insane asylum that's doing experiments on it's them. Not really, it's not an insane oh. asylum. Uh, so basically, the, the the main story of the movie is uh, he, uh, what's uh, Dane DeHaan is uh, yeah, Dane DeHaan. Like, who who I keep realizing this about Amazing Spider-Man actors are all phenomenal actors who were totally miscast in the Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, movies. I don't really think like they're phenomenal. To- I do. I think Emma Stone is fantastic. Andrew Garfield's think nominated Andrew for an Oscar. He's great, well, and I think this Jahan Jahan guy Dun. is fucking fantastic. Yeah, Paul Giamatti. He was really good in this. Yeah, uh, he's he, great act. Like these. Go ahead, Sean. Give give him the premise. This is a hard movie to explain without. I'll having try. Seen I'll it. try to explain it. Uh, so basically, he is a businessman, and uh, he works for this company. And the the company has their CEO or COO or whatever. Um, he is over in this uh medical switzerland in switz in switzerland this medical place where he's apparently being healed because he's crazy they think um and there's issues with uh their books uh apparently the i guess they don't really go into it very much but i think they're the the government's coming after them for something well uh, they cook the books on on an account so the government's coming after them and they need a fall guy so knowing that their c coo or ceo um pembroke 
isn't coming back because he wrote them a letter. He's like, I'm crazy. I'm staying at this facility. Fuck you. I'm never coming back to New York. Yeah, but they, all a but, bunch of slaves. But, uh, like, that's only, what he said. Yeah. It, but the only thing that can save them is this merger. And the only way they can do the merger is if he brings him back from the, the facility so he can sign the papers. So he goes all the way to oh. Switzerland. Yes. He goes all the way to Switzerland. He, he, he goes to the, the, the place. He's like, I want uh, whatever his name is. Um, they Pembroke. go, yeah, Pembroke. They say the visiting hours are between this and this, and you're too late. So he's like, okay, well, I'll see him later. And in this time, uh, he is going back down the the. It's like on a mountain. This 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 area. Um, it's just the the Del Toro the, movie. No, 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 it's actually Gore Verbinski who did Pirates of the Caribbean. Gotcha. Um, it it it's this healing facility, right? That's up in the Swiss Alps, and it's where all these rich people go to solve their problems to like get hydrotherapy, mm-hmm. but then they never come back. Like they're like, you know, after getting this therapy, I realized how miserable I was. I'm never leaving this facility again. Yeah. Like that's the thing. This, this facility was built on the land that was once owned by some, uh, Duke, Indians. was it? <laughs> no, no, no. It was, he, he was I like, don't know if he was like a this, Duke, but he was famous family. Yeah. He was definitely, yeah, so this, this it's baron. he was a baron. He was a baron. Okay. Scientology. Who there's like all this local, yeah, kind of like there's all like this local legend behind the Baron and what happened at this place. And yep. he's like, "Fuck this! I don't care about it. All I care about is getting Pembroke and bringing bring back to New York, mm-hmm. right?" So, so eventually he gets in a car accident. Yes, right. Like a, a, the a worst CGI deer since which the worst CGI deer since the Ring Two hits him. Which is funny, Evan, because <laughs> I I went back and I I looked at um the uh the. Uh, the ring uh, two and it's the same director as the ring two. Oh, is it really? What yeah. is with deer? <laughs> he just loves hitting deer. Well, not only hitting deer, Are you but serious? really, yeah, really fake deer. That's that's crazy. That's that's just crazy. Yeah. Anyway, so so he hits this deer and then he's up at the facility. He's got a broken leg and like he starts kind of like not getting treatments, but they're like, you know, yeah, you should really like getting treatments. Yeah, you should really stay here because you have toxins in your body, too. Pembroke's like, I'll come back, but not really. And the rest of the movie is kind of all about atmosphere. A lot of the movie is him wandering around this facility and having hallucinations. Or we think they're hallucinations. Yeah, we're not quite sure what exactly is real and what's actually in his head or is, uh, like you said, a hallucination. Or what's a, what's a result of the drugs he's taking. Apparently yeah. everyone's supposed to be drinking the water. Which, oh, yeah, that's a big thing. It's built on this natural aquifer. Keep drinking the water. Keep drinking the water. Yeah, and then there's a, there's a, a, a shot in the trailer that you see in the movie where he's he's looking at the water and there's a, like this little little insect thing that he finds inside the water. Um, and then he finds out later that the water is dehydrating people. Um, some of the imagery in this movie is amazingly creepy. It's very... I mean, it's, this, this movie stuck with me after watching it it's like, it's, it's very much like because there's there's okay good i was gonna say it's very much like a gothic horror sort of uh yeah that's why i thought movie. it was del toro it's very much a gothic horror i mean a lot of it's him wandering around this facility and and seeing things that don't belong and because he's the only person who's not under this treatment he he can kind of like he's getting a feel for what this is and it actually made me like grossed out by water for a couple days because <laughs> there's images of these these eels in water throughout the movie 
that are really unnerving. I, I mean, really gross stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. There's some gross-out horror. There's some great visual elements. Um, it, overall, I really recommend this movie. Up until, until the last, <laughs> the last twenty, 20 minutes, minutes of this yeah. movie are okay. So was it all a dream? Bad. No, no, no. Well, no, we no, don't no. know. We don't know. Did okay, someone so, get kneed in the so, balls? <laughs> no, it, he didn't. Ivan was off into space. So, so essentially, <laughs> he finds out. Spoilers. I mean, uh, everything up until this point has not really been a spoiler. I'm kind of just, you know, and anyone I, I, who's asked, like, how, what did you think of the movie? I tell them to see it. And I say it's either one of the best or worst movies I've ever seen. And I can't tell. which. I, I, I've told people just watch the first two hours and then turn it off. Yeah, because because really the first two hours are, throughout this whole movie, I, I was ready to leave the movie theater going. This is one of the best horror movies I've ever seen. Like, I was ready to say that. So it turns out that um, the water is dehydrating people and they're using the chemicals from people's bodies to to extract the toxins in the water to make people live hundreds of years longer. Yeah. So Um, so it kind of all turns out to be this big conspiracy where it's like, you know, the, 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 the run, the person running the facility is really like this 200 year old Baron. And this girl that he's befriended is actually like his daughter who's like the daughter of him and his sister. Like yeah, okay. it, it gets really free. You went really far there. So why don't we back up just a tiny bit? Uh, so yeah, it's hard not to kind of get into this. There's all right. Spoilers and spoilers. Warnings. There's incest. There's incest. In this <laughs> well, I wasn't, even of course it's Gothic horror. Why not? <laughs> but like, uh, in no, the, but even, like, even on the, on the, like, po- on the poster for the movie, you see like a little drop bottle that, uh, that, and then it's used throughout the movie. That's when people put them on their tongues. They say it's vitamins, uh, and it's supposed mm-hmm. to make you better. And what it actually is, is, and we find out this at the, you know, two hour mark, um, that it's actually people that are being mixed with eels because eels apparently live for many, many thousands of years or whatever. In it is. this water. It's it's helpful to eels, but it's toxic to humans. Yeah. And basically they're, they're, uh, what are they? They're like, he, I mean, using whatever is being uh, heated from the person's body that the eels are in, and then the little condensation goes into the the, the serum that they use for quote-unquote vitamins, which is supposed to keep these people living for so long. That's why the the Baron uh, is, like Evan said, 200 years old, um, and he's been using these specimens, I guess you could say, uh, to keep him alive, which is kind of what they were talking about with the, the the legend of the Baron from 200 years ago. Yeah. Um, and apparently there's some, once they explain like the whole thing, the family thing with uh, the daughter, it kind of gets a little messy because you're not quite sure. Uh, the timeline doesn't exactly add up. Um, yeah. Because she's not the right age. Well, okay. Well, before it hits that point and it's revealed that that's the daughter, which was kind of obvious. Uh, we get to a point in the movie where basically he explains all of this. You know what I mean? So this guy, I can't remember the main character's name, um, but like he he comes to this facility, get Pembroke, discovers the horrible secrets, and then the villain reveals the grand plan at the end, and then he's like, yeah, he's like in he like he like he's like in the facility. He's like, why would anybody ever want to leave? It's like that. The movie should have ended there. Yep, that's where if it, it ended end. there. It would have been it would have been this fantastically original, creepy great 
horror movie. But uh, <laughs> but the movie has what I can't think of another movie that that is just destroyed by its ending like this. I've seen movie. If I could think of one, I would. But this is really where the movie just unravels. It's, it's I mean, like once a, it's revealed what's going on, it's like, OK, that was creepy. That was weird. The yeah. imagery was scary. I'm done. The movie's over. And it really and then, and it makes you think too. Like this occult... Yeah, it makes it makes you think like you know. Oh yeah. Uh, once you get to that point in the movie, and then the last no, no, twenty we, minutes. At that point, at that at that point, before we talk about the last twenty minutes, at that point in the movie, I was already like trying to rack my brain around like what did earlier scenes mean? How does it relate? I had a, a similar feeling to The Shining, where it was like I can't put this whole story together because it doesn't all go together. Like there were a few small things that they put in there where you could kind of guess what was going on. And I did like, oh, yeah. I knew what was oh, yeah. going on. Oh yeah. I mean, it took me a little bit longer, uh, uh, but I, I, I clicked and, Oh, there it is. I mean, there's, there's some really disturbing imagery in this movie too. I mean, the, the tooth was, Ooh, oh, I, I know you um, love that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm so confused. That's what I'm like. <laughs> well, there's a, there's a scene where, uh, not only does he pull his own tooth out because it's rotten from the dehydration of the water, uh, but there's also another scene where he's getting one of his front teeth drilled, uh, kind of yeah. like a like marathon man, where he's he's drilling his teeth, and you know, is it safe? Um, so, but anyway, so the last twenty minutes, what happens is is that we're we find out everything that's going on. We find out that the 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 Baron guy is two hundred years old. We find out that Baron Trump. The <laughs> we find out. <laughs> Why that, did we make that joke? I don't know. Uh, we find out that the girl is his daughter, uh, and they've both been around for two hundred years ish. Um, and there's a, a wedding ceremony. Uh, they're getting married. And the, the girl doesn't really know what's going on, but uh, the, the the doctor does. I mean, he's he's the head doctor too. I, I guess we should have mentioned that. I don't think we did. Yeah, I said that he ran the facility. Okay. So. Um. And basically, th- what happens is is that he's been waiting for a very long time for her to get her first period. Yeah. So yeah. That, yeah. So which that, happens, and and I mean that that scene in the movie comes before it gets too crazy and weird. Yeah. Like that's it's in the water and everything. I mean, it really is disturbing, well shot imagery. Like mm-hmm. that's not the part that's gross, Jason. Well, the part that's is- not the again <laughs> disclaimer. I want to. I want anybody who's listening at this point. This gets more disturbing than Fifty yeah. Shades. So like it it gets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so basically what ends up happening yeah. is, is that they're, you know, they get married, quote unquote, and then he takes her back to his little underground lair where he does all these experiments. And, and you see it earlier in the movie. There's uh, a bunch of, uh, you know, skinless faces and there's uh, some, uh. some uh, aborted babies that are all mutated and uh, uh. You know, all that stuff. There's a bunch of eels that are like skeletons uh. and stuff. And uh, so basically he ties her to a bed. Yeah, and this he, is graphic. Yeah, and he is going to uh, consummate the marriage, as you would say, uh, with the intent to impregnate her so that he can now have he, uh, a new daughter. He's trying to keep his bloodline pure. I mean, this is really where we're all sitting in the movie theater, and the movie theater is laughing because it was so disgustingly uncomfortable. And and I'm like, we're all kind of cringing in our seats. Like, what did this just turn into? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it really just takes a sharp well, left turn. It's like what I was uh, saying. And, and then they, they were saying uh, earlier in the movie that, uh, you know, they they him and, and, and his wife, who was also his sister back 200 years ago, um, they had a lot of kids that were deformed and they were trying to get the perfect kid. And until by the time that they found the perfect kid, they were able to have 
Uh, they killed the sister slash wife, gutted her, and then threw the baby into the, into the uh, the river aquifer, into the aquifer. Yes. Reminds me of Game of Thrones. But but the but yeah. she survived. The baby survived, and it turned into this girl who's in the movie. Um, but but my question to Evan was, does, has he not learned his lesson? Like if he's still having kids in his bloodline with his own blood, they're going to come out deformed. <laughs> like I don't I don't understand where he's going with this. I mean, there's really a graphic rape scene in this movie where he, oh, he attempts to rape his daughter. Well, you and remember what happens. I, I, he, it, 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 yeah, he, I, he I sticks, don't want to go through all well, of that. Well, he sticks his hand down there, and then he, he goes to smell it. And it's just like, it's oh, my so God. Ba- it's so bad. It's so bad. Like, it, it gets to the point where uh, this is where the that's where the movie got ruined for me. But then it gets worse. <laughs> it, it actually gets worse. Um, not from a disturbing aspect, like Harry Osborn shows back up and he's like, <laughs> that's your daughter. And and then and then it turns into Frankenstein. Yeah. He peels his face off and he's got a CGI face and then they're fighting and then he burns the place to the ground and she hits him in the head with a shovel. Well, and, she does that. Uh, yeah, she it, yeah. it's so bad. And then he die that he throws I he mean, goes into the uh the into the water where all the eels are and they eat them. Like and then and then as he's going down the mountain to get away from the burning building, he runs into all of his bosses from the beginning of the movie. They're like, where were you? And he's like, oh, I've got a cure for wellness. And then runs down the fucking mountain on a bike and he has all his teeth again. I don't know. It, it just it, the last 20 minutes of this movie destroyed it. It was so good. It was going so well. And then it just goes. It's almost like they, they couldn't they couldn't help themselves. They had to put in that last like monster movie ending in there. It, it, went, it was from, probably the studio. It went from a cult wedding to, to incest rape to monster movie ending within the span of like 20 minutes. Yeah. And it was just it was too much. And it's such a shame, too, because I'd like to see a cut of this movie where it ends with him. On the bench, like like we were saying, Sean. Like I, I want to see a cut of this movie where it doesn't have that last twenty minutes mm-hmm. because it was so unbelievably good up to that point. What it's such a shame. It's really a shame. It was probably a studio decision, like you know, focus, focus tests and uh, study groups. No, uh, I don't think that so. Frankenstein monsters are big with the millennials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Frankenstein's hip. I don't think so because I feel like if they didn't intend to have that last twenty minutes, they wouldn't have done the scene where where she's in the pool and she has her period and and you know oh. there there are a few things in there that they wouldn't have done if they didn't intend to do that last 20 minutes. So I, if it I understand if, if it would have ended 20 minutes before it did. I mean, the, the ending of that movie would have been on par with the shining, but imagine if at the end of the shining, the high praise. Yeah. I, I, know, I wouldn't go that pra- far. It is. I mean, like in terms of ambiguity, okay. like, like, but imagine if at the end of the shining, right. When they show Jack Torrance's picture, imagine if Wendy came back to the hotel, broke open the picture and on the back of it, it had written down on it. What was going on the whole time. Yeah. Basically like that's, <laughs> that's the way this ending felt. And then incest yeah. literally. And then, and oh, then Danny, no. Yeah. Like that's, that's, that's the equivalent of, of how bad this movie ended because Red it, 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 it would have been one of those endings where we could Red have been rum leaving. ham. We could have been talking about this ending and scenes in that movie. I would have seen that three or four other times just to try to pick up other things to try to make a conclusion to the movie because I it really would have been a great ambiguous ending. But instead, 
we got the monster movie ending where they done fight, fucked it up. He fights him with a shovel and and burns the place to the ground. And it's so stupid. Yeah. It's so stupid. And it leaves you with such a bad taste in your mouth from what was otherwise a really, really great horror movie. So I give it a solid B minus. Uh, just it, it would have gotten an A minus for me because it's not without its flaws. It would have gotten a solid A minus as a really great horror movie, but I, I maybe a C plus even with that ending. It just was so bad. Mm. Well, uh, what would you give it, Sean? Uh, with that ending, I'd probably give it a C plus. But uh, I will say though, I mean, I I I think it's it's worth a rent. Um, as long as you just, Oh, it's definitely worth seeing. It's, it's totally worth seeing, but shut it off when he's sitting on the bench and says the words, why would anybody ever want to leave here? Yeah. Like that's, that is the end of the movie. That's it. Yeah. And honestly, so, if, if you can't put the rest of the stuff together yourself, then eh, you don't deserve to know. <laughs> so, I, there's still some stuff in there, like the watch that I still don't understand what any of that meant. Um, but, and like the deer in the steam room and the, the walls that were closing and everything. Like, what was that? I think like, it was still just hallucinations. Great, there are some, there's some great hallucination scenes and some really disturbing imagery in this movie, actually to the point that it reminded me of uh, ex machina with some of the, with some of the imagery specifically because they were behind glass and everything. Hmm. Um, but if you're going to see this movie and you want to see it through to the end, it's going to be ruined for you, but I would really recommend stopping it. Once it's revealed what the eels are and and once, you know, obviously we just spoiled the whole movie, but like, you know, <laughs> get to the point where he's saying get to the point where he's saying like he's part of it. Like he's like, why would anybody ever want to leave here? Like, that's the real ending of this movie. Mm-hmm. And, and it that would have been such a solid ending. And it really would have really would have cemented this movie for me. I, I would have been I would have told everyone I know to go see this but I almost can't recommend it because of that ending. Mm, that's a shame. Um, it is. Geez. It is. <laughs> well, He's a great director, uh, though. What, how do you pronounce the name, Sean? Gore Verbinski. He's a great director. I mean, some of the, the imagery in this is fantastic. I think the performances are outstanding. What is that actor's name again? Gore Verbinski. <laughs> Which actor? No, no, that's the director. Which one are you talking about? The, the main guy. Dane, the main guy, uh, Harry Dane, Osborne, Dane DeHaan. Yeah, Dane, Dane DeHaan. DeHaan. I've only ever seen him in this and Amazing Spider-Man Two, and he is. Oh, great. he was in Chronicle. He was the bad guy in Chronicle. I didn't see, I didn't see Chronicle. That's Sean's favorite movie because oh, of its uh, um, continuity. Uh, <laughs> uh, Evan, you uh, were yeah, saying, Sean, that... you told me once. What? You told me once, John. Jason. Chronicle has the best continuity of any movie ever. I did not it's say that. It's better than The Shining. I never said. What the fuck? That doesn't even make any sense. Anyway, what were you going to say, Sean? Gonna uh, this jackass. You were saying that Gore Verbinski is a great director. I want to list you some of the credits that he has on his uh, IMDb. Um, he directed uh, The Lone Ranger from a couple years Oops. ago. Oops. Uh, he directed, <laughs> My bad. He directed all three Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, oh, there's five. One of those were good. There's there's five. All three original Pirates of the Caribbean. The first one's outstanding. The second two are crap. Uh, he directed that. Yeah, Nic- so is the fourth one. He directed that Nicolas Cage movie called The Weatherman. I don't know if you remember uh, that one. 
He he directed the horrible, horrible, horrible comedy The Mexican with Brad Pitt and uh, and uh, what's who else? What's her name? Julia Roberts. Um, and I never heard of that movie. He, well, I I guarantee you've heard of this one. His very first movie was the movie Mouse Hunt. Oh, with oh my Lane. god! Yeah, yeah. We gotta spend money to make money, kid. <laughs> <laughs> So let's not let's cool it on calling him a great director. <laughs> uh, I thought he I thought he had he not put this ending in his movie that would have been a great movie. It would have it would have been like his masterpiece from all the other crap that he's done. Uh, it's a real shame. I, I I'm I'm so disappointed by this because I I knew nothing about the movie going in. I only saw the trailer once. It, you know I kind of was just kind of going in cold because I really wanted to be freaked out by this and I was, and then I was just bothered by the ending so much that it was. Mm-hmm. Real shit. That's a shame. Well, I know two. Oh, well, well, I my oh, voice really. Jason, looks like you you've been going through puberty. Uh, are we related? <laughs> hey, I you will, guys oh, want to fuck? Oh, and as a, and as a bonus, and as a bonus, bonus review, everybody, put in the bonus review music. Bonus. There we go. Um, Lego Batman was really good. Oh yeah, it was really good. I liked it a lot. I did see that. Was really good. It skews for a much younger audience than the Lego movie. I was a little surprised by how young they were skewing the audience, but but it's worth seeing because Will Arnett is great and the references to other Batman works are priceless. Yeah, so, I said on yesterday's I episode that, that it, it, it was a great celebration of Batman. Just yeah, everything really Batman, was. you know, uh, great Easter eggs here and there, like with the Batman Beyond suit and shark repellent spray. Oh, and, uh, and the 1940s Batman they referenced too. Yeah, and the um, uh, and the relationship between the Joker and Batman was really uh, really f- nicely parodied, like how they were like you know a couple breaking up, and it's yeah. like that's kind of how it really is actually. I, another... I do have one question about Lego Batman. Um, how many people does Batman kill in this one? Oh, dude, it's well, it's astronomically high. You would love it. Yeah, it's it's way more than Batman versus Superman, so it's totally in tune with the character. Oh, great! I can't wait. Yeah, no, it's it's the best depiction of Batman. Like, like I agree with you, Sean. The best Batman is is the Batman who kills people. Yeah. All right, just, people aren't no going to know. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, no, I, I will I'm say kidding, I will say this. I will say this. Um, I would have liked the movie even more had they got the original actors from the movies to play the Lego versions. Like if Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito were in this movie, I think that would have sealed the deal for me. What you mean? You know what I mean? Like that really. And what? Our twins. What was the movie they were in? <laughs> well, oh, that, that is, oh my god that is a movie they were in but no he's he's referencing yeah, penguin and mr oh, i thought you were saying you want the the twins no, Lego no. Movie. i meant like had you would have gotten because i did get billy d williams which was a great easter egg mm-hmm. to play yeah, he had, literally had two words but it's okay it was a good easter egg but had they gotten like um tom hardy to do bane and uh you know uh oh, I love, arnold schwarzenegger's mr freeze michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, the bane was like <laughs> The Bane was like had like Tom Hardy's like voice. It was uh, someone it was, doing a really bad impression of uh, Dark Knight Rises Bane. Well, do you, do you yeah, know but who it was supposed to be bad. It was, it was really funny. Do you know who did that? Uh, it, um, it, it was intentionally bad, but it was funny. He was like, yes, we must help Batman. Something like that. <laughs> do you know who, who the voice was? Not Joe. at all. It was it probably Jobo. No, it was uh, the comedian Doug Benson. 
There's oh. a lot of stars in this movie. I mean, oh, this yeah. is a star-studded. Uh, Zach Galifianakis, who I adore, was not a great Joker, but he was a hell of a lot more accurate than Jared Leto, so I give him a pass. Yeah, he didn't have any tattoos like, on him. I thought they were going to make fun of that, too. Uh, no, they did make fun of, of Suicide Squad, though. There's a really hard jab at Suicide Squad in this movie. Yeah. Where he goes, but, he's like, oh, what What would we do? Get all the bad guys together to fight the bad guys? That would be really stupid. I'm like, oh! I wonder if they had they, to write um, that like before the movie came out. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there dude, was no jabs to Batman Superman either, which I was really surprised about. There's a, there's a lot of jabs to the Batman Superman relationship, which I think was really funny. Um, and then there was just jabs at the 60s show. There was there was jabs at the, the Keaton movies. I mean, it really just it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Again, I was a little surprised by how young they skewed the movie. Like Lego movie was obviously for kids, but, you know, they, it, it had kind of a more sarcastic mature attitude about it where this really was a lot more like this is a life lesson for kids uh regardless i still really enjoyed it uh the only complaint i have is rafe fines was playing alfred and he did a fantastic job but voldemort is also in this movie yeah yeah like, i mentioned that to and you it's Leo. not so rafe fines like why did they make it rafe fines uh there's some great cameos. I mean, King Kong's in it. Sauron from Lord of the Rings is in it. Um, uh, the Wicked Witch of the West is in it. Like it's just, it was a fun time, dude. If you haven't seen, yeah, Lego all the Batman, Justice League was in it. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen Lego Batman, I highly recommend it. It was a good, fun movie. I laughed a lot. Well, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening to this uh, mini episode of Blah Blah Podcast. As always, subscribe to us on iTunes. You call it blah Blah, blah, blah Podcast. Pod- podcast. <laughs> blah 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 Blah, blah, blah Podcast. Blah Blah Land Podcast. Yep. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Expect uh, new episodes every week, uh, whether they're sports-related episodes, our main episodes, sports. these mini mini episodes, or the Oscar prediction Sean-centric episodes. Um, yes, you know, we'll be doing for... weekly Oscar predictions for the rest of the year. What? Yes. <laughs> no. Yes, uh, Sean, yes. I signed your contract yesterday. Uh, oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our mini-review, uh, of uh, well, mini-discussion-slash-review of Fifty Shades, Curve Wellness, and Lego Batman. Um, I was gonna, I, like I said in the beginning of the episode, I was gonna try to guess what happened in these movies, but I wouldn't have been able. I wouldn't have been right if there was a million dollars on the line. I <laughs> when, he, when fucking um, Christian Grey had his abusive dad in the relationship, I had no idea that was gonna happen. What? So, yeah. yeah, I lose. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of um, things about Fifty Shades Darker you just don't need to know or ever see yeah. because it's a terrible piece of shit movie. Uh, Cure for Wellness, good movie, kind good of. Movie. So is Lego Batman. Lego so, Batman was a lot of fun. You can follow me on Twitter at jgreen89. Uh, Sean, you want to plug anything? Follow me on Twitter at the underscore Brack Show. Evan, you want to plug anything? Follow me on Twitter at uh, real Donald Trump. Uh, <laughs> I post I post some real funny things. Uh, I, I kind of like to kid around about fake news and the media and poll numbers and illegal immigrants. So uh, it's a good, it's a good fun time. Uh, obviously, it's it's clearly a parody. Uh, so at real Donald Trump, you can find me. I just opened you know, a new account I, called at p o t u s. I also have a lot of fun joking around on that too. Uh, it's all in good fun. You should really add an extra O in there, Putis. Putis, like Putin. 
pooty whoa, tank. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who's making that connection? No one. <laughs> I, oh, I just, I just, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, everybody. And on that note, good night. <laughs>